A loud rumbling from deep within the bowels of the earth shut me up. The ground shook violently. I could feel the spiders in my lungs clinging to alveoli for dear life. And there's an earthquake going on. Fiddle dear, let me out, let me out! The nails were old and gave way almost instantly. But then there was something heavy on top of the coffin pinning down the lid. I strained until both wood and limb were creaking like talkative garden gates, until finally I felt weight shifting, my lid flew off, and I was catapulted bolt upright. Light drilled uncomfortably into my long unused retinas. Normal, boring torchlights, not the glorious holy light of recent memory. I knuckled away a succession of fat pink afterimages, and coughed up something that looked very much like a cobweb. I was in a crypt. That made sense. I was dead, after all. The walls were lined with alcoves containing battered coffins not unlike my own, mostly smashed open. The torches on the walls were freshly lit, and the thick piles of dust on the floor were disturbed by very recent track marks. There came a clattering to my immediate right, I glanced over just in time to see the coffin that had been on top of mine burst open and a skeleton tumble out. <coughs> it went. <coughs> then it fell apart. I was attempting to crawl along the ground away from it when another quake shook the crypts. A large portion of plaster and stone disassociated itself from the rest of the ceiling by an inch or two, and reddish dust rained down. "'What the hell is going on?' was what I tried to say, but my lungs were still dusty, and it came out more like <coughs> It did the trick, though. A greyish head peered around the corner of a nearby tunnel. It was a corpse, his complexion pale and scarred, one glassy eye dangling down a waxy cheek. His body had clearly been dead for quite a long time— but the message apparently hadn't reached his brain. "'Oh, hello,' he said, his voice reverberating as if his throat was full of gravel. "'Do you have any idea what's going on?' "'No!' I had coughed out the last of the dust, but my voice was just as rough and raspy as his. "'No, I do not know what's going on. I was dead. I kind of expected things to stop going on.' It's just a bunch of us just woke up in here and no one seems to know why. He offered a hand and helped pull me to my feet. You got off pretty lightly. Got off lightly? All four limbs, both eyes, shame about your nose, but you should see the state of some of the others. I was fingering a rather ghastly triangular hole in the middle of my face when the room shook once again, in the way a human would say, Ahem! With a noise like the enthusiastic mating of giant stone golems, the far wall buckled inwards and part of the floor gave way. The skeleton, still trying to stand up, fell from sight with a terrified <coughs> followed by the remains of my coffin and presumably my nose. We'd best get out of here, said my new friend. I nodded, took a step, and fell flat on my face. 
It would have probably been quite traumatic for a person with a nose, but fortunately I was ahead of the game there. Sorry, he said, helping me up again. You're a bit wobbly. Expecting to wake up fresh and ready to go after being dead for a while would be a bit optimistic. Well, yes, expecting to wake up at all would have been a bit optimistic. Hey, don't take it out on me. I'm trying to help. Specifically, he was trying to help me run away from whatever was causing all the rumbling and from the increasingly collapsing floor. Old and long unused signals from my brain were having trouble making the long climb down my spinal column to my limbs. I stumbled through the underground chambers on my colleague's shoulder, sensation returning to my feet and joints by tiny increments. The thought was sinking in with greater and greater certainty and considerably greater discomfort. I was dead. I was alive and dead at the same time.